The following program is brought to you by the Navajo Health Command Operations Center. For more information, call 928-871-7014. Here's Navajo Nation President Jonathan Nez. To give you an update on the COVID-19 public health emergency operation. And today uh, we are at 29,283 uh, total COVID-19 uh, confirmed cases here on the Navajo Nation since the start of the pandemic. I haven't received any uh, updates to know if some of our Navajo people are getting reinfected or not. Uh, that's something that would be of interest to me, I'm sure to interest to many of you out there. But I know in on the news I, I saw that South Africa uh, some of those individuals catch one uh, variant and then catch another variant. So there is uh, indication that you can get reinfected by this virus. So it's very important that we continue to wear our mask, social distance, wash our hands with soap and water, hand sanitize usage, and staying at home as much as you can. And our thoughts and, and Prayers go out to the 1,112 families who lost their loved ones uh, throughout this pandemic. You know, I, I know many would say, why do you keep giving us these numbers, President? You know, we're, we're just being transparent with uh, everyone. And we just need to let everybody know what's happening here on the Navajo Nation. And uh, Vice President gives the updates that's happening all around the Navajo Nation. So you're an informed citizen and being an informed citizens is very uh powerful so that you can make decisions for yourself uh and for your family and positive decisions we pray so yesterday uh i'll, I'll i guess a, a all-time low for for some time 13 cases in 24 hours um and we haven't seen these numbers since uh the summer of last year so your, your prayers uh, are, are reaching uh, the Creator, and, and the Creator is blessing us and protecting us throughout these trying times. So, ashla <laughs> Jo Nihe Kodo di Benda and Neshigin, Hitcher Ashton Edalne. 
ዶሽን ሆት ኤራንደ ጁቀሬ ያቲ ቢንዴል ኪዲጊ ኢንተርኔት ዳት ኤጊ ጆ ሆት አኢ ያቀድ ንሸዳ ሃሎ ኤ ብናጨ ኮንሄ አትስኪልጎ ኮ ንሸጨ ኮዳልነ ኢ ቢየ ኢንተርኔት ቢየ ሶ ኤ ብናጨ ኤ ያ ንሽበዳ ሀዘንዶለ አዶ ቢንዴል ንሽጊዶ ንሽበዳ ሀዘንዶለ አዶ አነን ይጨ ኮንዴል ኢጊ ጆ ኤ ዘል ኢንዶ ናታይን ዳምለንጊሽ ኤ ኮዶ አ ዲሳ ዶናልድ ሶስ በካዳልነ ኢጊ ይጨአሽነ ኢዴል ጆኮ ዘል ኢንዳ ለንጊ ኮ ይጨሃንዳት አኩይች ናኪጀንዳ ነሽነ ዳውቲንጀንዳ ነሽነ ነዝና ኦልኪሶ ሶ ሼ ኮዶ ተራው ዘንዴ ሀነን ይጨኩነ ኩሽሌቶ ለቲች አኮ አራን ሄትዛዞ አንዲ ኮ የ ይሄዳት ዛዝ ነብከያ ፈካባ ሄን ተኩባት ዲልዝ uh is she been not to had i know this kidoshin you know i access and now the department of health will be uh giving us updates uh department of the education regarding schools a lot of questions on schools so we'll we'll be giving you an update of course you i said last week no changes we are supporting online classes uh online courses here on the Navajo Nation but i know that some schools are starting to reopen and I, I we just don't understand why uh of course uh the, the the parents and the teachers and and everybody's contacting us saying hey you know we're a sovereign nation we should be uh have the ability to govern ourselves yes i agree and so you know if schools are going to be reopening if they're reopening today you know they'll they'll see that not many students are going to be there and our our utmost important uh uh is to importance is to keep our our people safe here on the Navajo Nation vaccination schedules should be going out today uh on our social media pages so look out for that uh i i understand that um nahatadzil uh facility um in sanders they were supposed to have a vaccination today that was canceled because of the weather that we're having uh the snow and the road conditions so just to let you know Sanders was canceled canceled and over the weekend i'd say over 5000 uh of our navajo citizens got gotten vaccinated so that's a good thing that is the reason why we reopened the weekend um 57 hour weekend curfew was set aside so that we can have all 7 days to um vaccinate as many people as we can so as of today well as of uh february 12th last week we have to get the numbers because of three day weekend uh holiday uh yesterday president's day and uh what we're trying to do is uh, get all that information uh so we can present it but as of february 12th of last week on, on friday uh thursday uh, we had uh 90,496 uh people vaccinated given a shot and 21,131 have received their second shot of those 90 90,000 and that's not counting friday and that's count, counting saturday so i think we're well over 95,000 at this point uh and by this week we should reach our goal or reach our goal of 100,000 uh total shots given to our navajo nation you know we were saying we're going to uh make a goal of 100,000 by the end of February. I think we're going to hit that this week. So, that's great news. And just the outpouring of support, the outpouring of interest in getting the vaccines, 
has been good, and uh, all these uh, vaccination events have been successful. Federal Emergency Management, FEMA, emergency so Saturday's visit, uh, we were in Shiprock, uh, Tehachie, uh, Crown Point, and, and Gallup, and it was very uh, busy. And uh, it was great to see many of our younger people. Now, now 18 and older and 16 and over. So how do you determine which vaccine? 18 and over, uh, obviously, is uh, Moderna. So if you hear 18 and over, uh, that's usually the Moderna vaccine. If you hear 16 and over, that's usually the Pfizer vaccine. And we got a lot more Moderna than uh, Pfizer uh, because it doesn't, Moderna doesn't have to have there's ultra, ultra cold storage, and it's easier to get out to these vaccination places uh, throughout the Navajo Nation, especially the rural uh, residents. So uh, it's great to, to know that uh, we have received 28,000 additional doses just last week alone. So we're, we're wanting to keep that uh, number up, so the percentage up, so we can continue to advocate for more vaccinations uh, for our Navajo people. Uh, FEMA and Department of De- uh, I'm sorry, Department of Defense have workers here on the Navajo Nation. I visit some in Tuba City. Uh, they're helping with the vaccination drives and uh, doing a, a great job in relieving our Navajo healthcare professionals so they can get some rest, get some family time. And we appreciate all the partners that are helping uh, doing the vaccination drives uh, throughout the nation. And of course, our thank you goes out to all our healthcare uh, workers. E. I say that all the time, but it's true. We need to thank them. If you're in line at a vaccination event, just tell them thank you. You know, I mean, you, you'll be waiting. Of course, sometimes people don't like to wait, but uh, the wait time is a lot less than when we started. And so they're doing their very best on a daily basis, uh, seven days a week to get the vaccines out. I know there's questions all the time about who can get vaccinated and it's just you just got to check up with your healthcare facility the information that we receive it'll be on our facebook page as well for vaccinations uh, this week and the news about these ver- uh, variants these different variants is concerning to the navajo nation um, 
Right now, we don't have any uh, confirmed cases that we know about on the Navajo Nation of either the South African variant, the Australian variant, or the UK variant. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot more testing to see that. And, uh, you know, throughout the United States, <clears throat> the UK variant is anticipated to be the, the most common one um, throughout the country. So that's concerning to us. So if you get your shots, don't let down. One, even your second dose, don't let down. I usually double mask. I got my, 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 my mask. It could be a surgical mask. It could be a cloth mask. And then if you have a gaiter or a handkerchief, wear that over it as well, you know. And just it's, it's good to be safe. It's good to be safe and then not let down. Let everybody know not let down. Uh, we're going to also <clears throat> talk about schools in a bit uh, from our uh, acting uh, superintendent, Patricia Ghani, who will give us <clears throat> uh, an update on schools. It's all about accountability. You know, I I've said it long uh, before. If schools reopen, uh, we our position here on the Navajo Nation through the letter from OPVP, Office of the President, Vice President, a resolution from the Department of, I'm sorry, uh, the Navajo Nation Board of Education, and our council saying online only. And we made that decision for the Navajo Nation. Now, schools start reopening. You have school board members out there that you vote for. And if you feel unsafe in going back to school, you need to let those leaders know. We're going to do, we're going to also hold them accountable here on the Navajo Nation as well. We want to keep people safe. I know all across the country, people are reopening. New Mexico's reopening. But we can't jump the gun. These variants are, are very uh, dangerous that are out there right now. So we're going to do it safely, gradually. Navajo Nation employees, yeah, some of you are working at home. Some of you are back at your workstation. Half of our Navajo Nation employees have gotten the vaccines. And, you know, we're, we're doing our very best. But we also have to provide public services to our Navajo people. CARES Act projects, just real quick. You know, we have uh, assisted uh, 719 families uh, in receiving electricity. 719 families. 665 families by NTOA crews. 54 families from neighboring utility crews. Uh, and Jemez Mountain Electric Co-op and, and many others. So those uh, individuals have electric power. And we appreciate Navajo Travel Utility Authority, Dr. Uh, Pearl Yellowman, uh, Deputy uh, Manager Rex Kuntz. Uh, gosh, there's just so many people that helped in this process. And appreciate the 24th Navajo Nation Council working together to get uh, power. I wish we could do more. Uh, we could have done more. But because of the internal deadlines, we weren't able to, uh, to uh, include many more. But, you know, keep in mind, there might be some federal infrastructure dollars coming down from Washington, D.C. in the near future. Uh, Off-grid solar, uh, 202 homes needed house wiring, 43 homes right now house wiring under construction, 159 homes house wiring completed, uh, and 40, home, home, 40 of those homes belong to uh, our veterans uh, and... and uh, we are also tracking the um, uh, solar projects for the nation, which we uh, allocated CARES Act funds to. So 
if you get a chance, look at our report on our social media pages. It'll give you specific details on uh, how many people overall, uh, electricity, water line, uh, cisterns, septic tanks, uh, solar, and, uh, and, and other projects uh, are mentioned in that report. Uh, for the hardship assistance, you know, uh, Office of the Controller uh, has that information. You know, it was delegated to the Office of the Controller. So if you have any questions, uh, they have an 800 number. Uh, they're working. They, they chose a firm, Baker Tilly, to work with. So if you have questions, it's on them. You know, it's fiscally uh, oversight is uh, with the Office of the Controller. So some of you are asking, is, is this going to be reopened or... I'm checking up on application. Please check with the Office of the Controller. She, they have that information. Uh, some good news this past week, and I'll end with this. The, the Biden-Harris uh, White House, we had a lot of uh, meetings with the new administration uh, and asking them for support. That's how uh, we were able to secure the 28,000 additional doses on top of what we get every week. Good job to the healthcare workers. Good job to you for wanting to get your vaccination done. And as long as we keep the number, the percentage high of, of vaccines being given, uh, it'll be easier for us to advocate for more doses. Major disaster declaration was signed by the President of the United States, uh, brings in resources, mental health resources to the Navajo Nation. And so, uh, and, and that's how we got the staff to come and help with uh, a lot of these um, uh, vaccination uh, distribution or vaccination events throughout the nation. Tuba City last week received um, fiber optics. Uh, first time a large community. You just imagine the first uh, large community like that didn't have uh, high-speed internet until uh, getting uh, fiber optics to, to them. And we appreciate the Hopi Nation leaders for allowing us to go through their lands to connect fiber to the community of Tuba City is also, uh, I'm sure it'll be available to Moncopi right across uh, the street uh, there at the Hopi, uh, Hopi tribe, tribal community. Uh, at one point, we were 95, 94% of our vaccines uh, given to our Navajo people. And uh, this week, it's uh, around, let's say, about 70, maybe 80% now with the new updates because we got a big shipment. Uh, that 28,000 doses uh, to the Navajo Nation. So, Mikhe Kodo Hanen Hijikode, Nagye, Andinde, Washington, the E, Hanem Jikonde, Kinsekwe, Sun Ajenda, Neshki, Naja, the Stagi Aja, Natain, Denigido, Keren, the Sitagi, Ado, Abitin Day, Nisho, Kodo Hanen Hijikonde, Kodo Ben Day, Neshiki, Ado, Abin, Nacha Zeta, Deni Ket. え、ベナチェイスタートアズツカティンデミリアジェネルトアディアゼギンヒチコナナリアアディトモエタンソエキシエコンヒチコダズネトレスアダマスネギメサダトセアドアベンデイネシギエコンアネトネスデズハネエア
so vice president continue to stay strong we will beat this virus continue to wear your mask social distance and god bless each and every one of you thank you so much i'm turning the time back over to our vice president uh myron lizer i pray that you all don't take it for granted you know this information is vital uh, again i agree with president let's continue to be diligent and vigilant out there um, let's be accountable as well uh, you know let's continue to be everything we can do to bring these numbers down and uh, that just is what is happening for us as you see as you uh visualize this and and view these town hall updates. You know, we continue to be about the many virtual meetings uh, that the Navajo Nation needs to be uh, working in this, uh, uh, this pandemic. Um, you know, we look to continue to mold part of the discussion that our Health Command Operations Center is having, our United Command Group and our Navajo Department of Health, with, along with our health professionals and the data that the EPI teams bring about to us, the gating criteria, again, these are all changing as we uh, uh, as we speak, and so you know we um, look to be a part of those uh, vital discussions about policy and the public health emergency orders that come out that you all see uh, for our businesses, for our churches, for our entities that the nation owns, and so forth and on and on. So this is a continuing uh, advocacy for that. So we continue to uh, again uh, you know press you. Buy Navajo, buy local, and when you do more, we all win here. Our economic recovery and what that looks like here, I believe we can open up and recover safely, and we are doing that, and we are continuing to be and monitor the situation there. Um, ours is a, uh, a reset right now in this uh, Navajo Nation economy, right? Our private sector, our Navajo Nation uh, enterprises, and its central government and we're all a, a, a just a working mechanism or a living organism that we need to continue to be about uh, even the, the smallest uh, changes in what this pandemic has brought us. So that continues to, to uh, morph and the opportunities still exist here. We're mining through all those. And so this pandemic has magnified the issues we faced here for decades on this nation. You know, all the health disparities, uh, when compared to national norms are there, and we're advocating at the highest levels to bring about a necessary change and enhance the quality of life of our citizens. And um, you all don't need to know this or be reminded, but Indian country has been hit hard in this pandemic. So, but we appreciate um, all that have uh, continued to work and be uh, diligent about, about this here. Again, from the top down, from president and the opposite of president, vice president, to all those that are working behind the scenes, we appreciate them. So, lastly, uh, just real quick, my numbers here for uh, the uh, state of Arizona, um, 7,999,740 
total positive positive cases since uh, March of last year, one year ago, uh, with total death 14,981. Uh, this shows you the brevity of what the pandemic has done in Arizona. Um, new cases, we've seen this uh, continue to fall and decrease. So that's a good thing. We've seen it as high as 10,000 in a day, right? And now, uh, Arizona, new cases as of yesterday, 1,132 with three new deaths uh, A deeper drill down on that uh, in Arizona, Apache County, uh, right here yeah, in Winderock and the surrounding area, um, 10,155 positive cases with a total of 350 deaths uh, with one new case to report. So, wow, that's awesome. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All of those things. Uh, I'll give credit where credit's due. Um, with one new case to report, no new deaths. So, again, uh, that's a very, uh, let's tout it and blow our, our horns for that one. Um, Navajo County, 15,292 positive cases. Uh, total deaths, 474 with uh, 29 new cases to report and no deaths. So, yeah, that, that's a good thing. Uh, Coconino County rounding out our Arizona contingent of counties here that are on the Navajo Nation. 16,081 um, total deaths, 302, and 38 new cases. So, uh, New Mexico, uh, two more states to go, and then I'll bring Dr. Jill Jim here. Uh, she will give her updates as well. Uh, San Juan County and Mexico County are still observing high numbers here. Uh, we um, look forward to uh, maybe one day uh, uh, seeing our food and drink establishments and restaurants opening, but right now then they're still closed on the uh, curbside, uh, um, I guess, uh, for that there, curbside pickup. Um, and the, um, um, I guess, uh, all of the close contact recreational facilities remain closed to this point. Um, McKinley Castle, huh? Uh, McKinley County is uh, 11,881. Uh, 19 cases to report, 427 deaths here, and um, we are, are looking at getting those numbers. They're starting to decrease, but they're still up there high. San Juan County, 13,345 with 20 new cases uh, and 408 total deaths again in the last year. And uh, we are seeing those numbers again uh, flatten and starting to come down. And rounding out the states that touch the uh, Navajo Nation, Utah. 361,756 total positive cases since last March, with 1,796 total uh, deaths here. Um, 462 new cases. Again, their numbers continue to flatten and decrease here. Praise the Lord. And two new deaths to report. So uh, there you have it. Uh, it's, uh, well, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Samuel County in Utah. 1,781 total positive cases, 36 deaths to report throughout the year. So uh, that rounds out all of our states that touch the Navajo Nation. So we appreciate you. Continue to pray for you all and the Navajo Nation and the land and the United States and the world. And so our prayers are being heard. So we appreciate you all in this year. So uh, without further ado, uh, Dr. Jill Jim is next. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Jill Jim, the executive director of our Navajo Department of Health. Thank you, Vice President. And I just wanted to let everyone know I'm just thankful for these updates that we regularly do for everyone across the Navajo Nation around COVID, um, just to stay up to date with a little bit of information would be um, helpful. So hopefully you share some of the 
prevention messages that I'm going to share with you guys today. So um, this is um, a regular um, update that I usually do. So although um, there are vaccines that are available and individuals have been vaccinated across the Navajo Nation, uh, we encourage everyone to continue to wear a mask and also um, social distance and wear wash hands and also disinfect um, areas, common areas around your home as well. So just to let everyone know, it's still very important, no matter where you're at, um, to practice this while you're running errands, while you're at the grocery store, while you're at work, um, at home. Also, when other individuals are visiting your home, and if they're going to be there longer than 15 minutes, um, they should be wearing a mask inside your home just because um, you have a family member that's visiting you and you might trust them, but if they're from another household, it's very important to still wear your mask. Also, um, at work, too, if you're going to be in an enclosed conference room or even if you're traveling a quite um, a short period or time, if you need to commute with another person, um, those precautions are still very important. Um, so anything in an enclosed area is still very um, critical in making sure that you have proper ventilation and also still wearing your mask. Um, getting vaccinated doesn't stop you from getting COVID um, as well. So individuals need to still take those precautions because you can still test positive. And if you do, you might be less sick. Everyone is different. But what you might not be aware of is if you are asymptomatic, you could still um, infect other individuals and transmit COVID to another person. So it's very important to wear a mask. Some of the new CDC guidelines are out, and this is the wearing the proper uh, medical um, procedure mask. Also, uh, making sure that you um, have another cloth over it so you can double mask and to reduce any um, potentially infectious aerosols or decrease, I guess, when you have a tight-fitted mask, but making sure you have enough um, breathing room as well. So improve your fit as well. Um, you can do a nylon covering with a mask um, fitter as well. And it's um, interesting. Everyone has found ways to um, do their own cloth mask, but now you need another layer of um, a disposable mask as well to help with um, prevention of especially the new variants that are out there um, that are from other countries. And now we have reports of these homegrown variants. So just be aware that we need to all take precautions. doesn't matter which variant, but eventually, um, yes, they're being detected everywhere and so it's very important to still take these precautions. Also, the numbers are down, but when the numbers are down, people let up, and we need to not do that. Uh, we still need to make sure that you're monitoring any symptoms related to COVID. It could be flu. It could be related to allergies. But just know that you still can need to take those precautions as well. Also, for those that... Um, have tested positive, we just need to be sensitive around these individuals. Um, I know that either these individuals uh, might have gone through a lot with their disease and symptoms. They might be um, asymptomatic as individuals, but making sure that we are 
um, treating each other well, either when we're sick or not, just making sure there is no shame and shaming other individuals when they do test positive, but we should be able to just um, simply symptom, um, um, also, I guess, be um, cognizant of their the, the, the sickness that they're going through and just um, make sure that we are not um, posing any sort of um, unnecessary behavior towards individuals that have tested positive. So just keep that in mind, making sure that we don't shame others is important to making us Navajo strong. And then also in the workplace as well. And um, when you are sick, please stay home, uh, monitor your health, and also practice um, distancing in your work environment. Also avoid sharing objects, cleaning irregularly. Um, I know that the Navajo Nation employees returned to work last week for some of the non-essential workers that haven't been working. Just know that there are safety protocols for the Navajo Nation employees. If you have any questions, go to the Navajo Nation reopening webpage. There's an updated guideline for employees. Also, we encourage um, businesses in the last public health order, we ask businesses to report their exposures to the portal so we can properly get contact tracing and case management and testing to assist employees. Um, there might be individuals that are falling through the cracks, so if you're not getting a call from contact tracers, um, do your best with making sure that you are getting tested. I know that frontline workers and essential workers are out there in the front line and um, are at more risk for COVID-19. So, however, you can take all the precautions that we've been asking and keeping that on top of your list every single day to um, take these precautions will help prevent COVID-19. But reporting the, the exposures is very important. Also, we know the vaccine is here today. It snowed. Uh, we're thankful for the snow and the blessing of um, giving us moisture. But I know that there are some vaccine events that were canceled today. But just ensure in the future there will be um, regular updates. So go to the Navajo Department of Health webpage to the COVID-19 section, but also we encourage everyone to be patient. Um, I, I would like to suggest if you know of um, elders or individuals that might have a harder time getting vaccinated, even when they're high risk or spiritual leaders or other individuals, um, you know your communities very well. Um, find a way to see if you can bring them to a vaccine event or contact the hospital or the CHR program or some other avenue. Um, we do have the 928-871-7014 number that's still operating through this pandemic that we're still in. And you can always leave a message and even tell us that there's an elder that hasn't been vaccinated and they need that, that he or she needs assistance getting to the hospital to get vaccinated. I mean, those are just some um, effort that you can do on your end. Any way to get a population out there, especially those that are high risk, that are older, they may not have access to the vaccine drives um, that are happening in the communities. Um, I just hope that we are capturing everyone and we know that not all elders are being reached right now. So just please work and understand with us that um, we are still in phase 1B. Um, but it's 
um, our job as citizens to know um, and how to help our elders as well. And so, and when you do get vaccinated, you're not immediately um, immune to, um, I guess, to some extent against coronavirus. So you really need to be taking all the full protection, as I mentioned, because it will take a number of days. And also, it's very important for everyone to get their second shot as well. So please make every effort to take your get your second shot. Um, I know some people might have traveled quite a ways to get their first dose because um, there wasn't available possibly in the metro areas or suburban areas off the reservation that you've been, um, that you live, currently live and you came down to the reservation. Um, please don't miss your second shot. Make every effort to get your second dose because it's very important that um, it will help against um, the coronavirus to some extent and then to the new variants that are around. So everyone, no matter what, if you got vaccinated or not, still need to wear masks, avoid unnecessary travel, wash hands, avoid close contact with others as much as you can. And the more vaccines that we are putting in the arms of citizens here on the Navajo Nation, we're protecting um, not only your community, but also yourself. So immunity is very important. And so we don't know to what extent the vaccines are um, possibly contributing to the decrease in cases, but we're thankful um, that there is a decrease in cases. But we also want to reiterate that um, although the numbers are um, headed in the right direction, um, please do not social gather. Please do not um, take off your mask and all the other stuff that we um, advise you not to do um, just for the sake of protecting yourself, your family, and your community members. As I had mentioned about the new variants, they're out there. Um, they will have a different um, characteristic uh, as well. So just be mindful that um, to the extent that, uh, that these new variants could spread faster, um, but individuals could be less ill. So it just really um, depends. So we just need to be really um, aware that these precautions that we've been saying continually do it. I know this information I'm sharing is something that we reiterate, but I know on an everyday basis, we are not um, living in a normal life that we have lived over a year ago. But um, in the pandemic, yes, it can be stressful. We um, need to find ways to relieve the stress and also make sure we have a good mental health and physical well-being. And this includes taking care of your emotional health, um, finding ways to talk to somebody. Um, we do have our mental health hotline as well. If you don't know um, where the number is, you can call the 928-871-7014 number as well. You can exercise as well and enjoy the snow that we have today. Uh, make sure that you eat healthy, avoid alcohol use and drugs, and then take time to unwind and do activities and then talk to others and also consider um, doing this safely without any sort of um, social distancing that's considered close contact. And also the safest places at home and in order to stop the spread, um, we can all do our job and our role to do this. And I think 
um, everyone. We have gone this far, and I think we're all capable of doing it. So, Captain um, Johnson Navajo area. I um, thank you to all the listeners, and I'll give time over to Captain Johnson um, for the Navajo area IHS report. Thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, Dr. Jim. I uh, really appreciate uh, the opportunity yet again to uh, provide some information here. Now, this is Captain Brian Johnson, serve as the uh, acting deputy area director at Navajo Area Indian Health Service in St. Michael's, Arizona. Um, I work beside Ms. Uh, Rosalind So, who is the uh, area director, along with uh, Dr. Christensen, who is our chief medical officer. Uh, all of these individuals have been very involved uh, throughout throughout the uh, COVID-19 pandemic and, and will continue to be involved. So, again, we just appreciate the, the opportunity just to share a few comments. Um, of course, uh, we continue to work with uh, all of our uh, tribal partners, including the Navajo Nation. Um, we continue to work with the Office of President and Vice President, and as well as the uh, tribal council delegates, um, who are also vital to this uh, process of COVID-19 uh, prevention and, and response, and how we best uh, address the issues that we've been dealing with over time. So we do thank uh, them certainly for all of their help uh, along the way. Of course, um, we continue to uh, focus our efforts more recently on uh, the COVID-19 vaccinations, as has been discussed on uh, on this particular Facebook session and in previous sessions as well. We know that um, the uh, COVID-19 vaccine, whether we're talking about the uh, uh, Pfizer or the Moderna vaccine, they're very effective. Um, and so it's, uh, I'm glad we have this tool to work with, um, so that we can all be, uh, uh vaccinated and, uh, hopefully to, to help, uh, achieve what we refer to as herd immunity. Um, the more people in our communities that we uh, get vaccinated, of course, then the safer it makes each one of us, um, whether we're talking about in the same family or our friends or just other individuals that we are fre frequently around, um, what I do uh, impacts others and uh, what you do impacts others around you. And so I can't stress enough just how important it is to, uh, to get the vaccine and, and make sure that uh, you get two doses. And then uh, as time moves on, there will likely be additional um, vaccines approved, uh, at least for emergency use, but um, for now, we still continue with the uh, Pfizer and Moderna uh, vaccines. 
So, um, again, we continue to work with all of our, uh, uh, I guess, sister facilities. When I, when I talk about that, I'm talking about, um, you know, Chinle and Crown Point and Kayenta and Gallup, Shiprock, uh, Winslow, uh, Fort Defiance, Sage Memorial, Tuba City, and Utah Navajo Health System. When I, when I mention all of these different facilities and, and organizations, these are all the facilities that comprise the local health care system here on Navajo. And so I always try to comment that we are in continuous conversation, whether that is between um, each of those facilities, sharing information back and forth, and, and what's working and what's not working in terms of improving uh, the customer experience and patient care, or um, whether we're working directly with the uh, Navajo Nation Health Command. Um, and we do attend and continue to uh, attend and participate in, in uh, daily uh, conference calls, uh, televideo sessions, um, just to make sure that we're all on the same page of where we're headed. And, of course, um, I also uh, just like to mention, as I did the last uh, session as well, we are actually doing very well here um, on the Navajo Nation in terms of the healthcare system coming together and working with the public, working with the uh, legislative staff with Navajo Nation, the uh, Office of President and Vice President, um, we're still, when I talk about IHS and, and all of the uh, tribal uh, health organizations here, we're still um, uh, actually faring very well in terms of how we're doing in terms of vaccine distribution and vaccine administration. And, um, and, and, and we've actually, we actually know that Indian Health Service nationally is, is rating very highly uh, when compared to states and uh, other territories and, and large metropolitan areas, the agency is doing very well. I think Navajo uh, Nation uh, should certainly be proud because uh, that's a big part of why IHS at the national level is doing well in this capacity is that we're all working together. And as we receive vaccine. Um, I just wanted to give everybody kind of an idea of, of how this works. Again, we've mentioned in past sessions that there's not enough vaccine as we stand. And we know that how this is working is vaccine is being produced or manufactured as, as each day goes along. And so how much vaccine will be made available to us, whether it's Pfizer or Moderna, and then we use that information to plan the best we can and, and quickly as possible to, so that we can get the, uh, the you know, vaccine clinics stood up so that we can make sure our facilities uh, receive the, the distributions that they need. And um, as we move along, we are pushing the vaccine out very quickly and getting it to uh, the healthcare uh, providers so they in turn can get it to our patients. And so I just wanted to kind of give everybody a, a viewpoint or perspective on that of how that's working. And we're gonna to continue to uh, you know, push hard to make sure we're doing what we can. Um, as President Nez had mentioned earlier, um, over 90,000 individuals here in the Navajo Nation 
have received their, their first dose of uh, a vaccine with an estimated number of, of over 21,000 that's received their second dose. Now, uh, the numbers are likely larger than that. Uh, we're still gathering information from over the weekend where there were several events going on, and we'll continue to pull those information or those data points together so that we can continue to share those. We want the public to be uh, uh, aware of how many vaccinations we've been able to administer as a healthcare system. So we, so we just want to make sure we're transparent and reporting that information to the extent possible. Um, you know, and again, I just want to reiterate that in terms, if you want to protect yourself and your family, uh, back, you know, vaccine, uh, COVID-19 vaccination is one of the most safe and most effective uh, ways to keep you and your family safe, as well as those others who may be around you. Uh, we know that these vaccines are 94 or 95% effective, which is very, it's a very high effectiveness rate uh, when looking at uh, vaccines. So um, we're very fortunate in, in that way. Um, but one thing I want to mention as, as the, as we're seeing today with the weather, um, we, we know that we set up schedules and we try our best to schedule events and to keep them scheduled if at all possible. And we know with uh, today's weather um, and possibly additional weather this week, we may have to make some adjustments. There's already some adjustments being made to some of the vaccine, uh, some of the scheduled events to give the vaccine. So I just want to make sure that folks understand and please be patient with us. Um, we want to make sure people are safe and if roads are hazardous, um, if the temperatures are bitterly cold, we want to make sure that folks are safe and not setting out in the cold uh, for a long time as we're trying to get to them uh, waiting in line. So we're trying to be very careful with that. So please, if you have questions about whether or not a vaccine event is continuing, please call our, you know, one of your, your local healthcare facility to find out. Um, or if there's been any, any changes. So um, that's, that's, that's very important. Um, the other thing that I'll mention just real quickly, and, and this has been touched on many times, is that uh, we all know that, that the vaccine is, is safe and it's effective, but we also know that uh, we still are going to need to follow those protocols, the social protocols, um, again, when we talk about um, washing your hands, wearing a mask, and watching your distance from one another. These three uh, items continue to be important, and they actually work with the vaccine to make sure people are protected. So we still need to follow these social practices. Um, I'll tell you, experience over the weekend, I stopped by a certain uh, grocery store, um, basically in the Gallup region, and uh, unfortunately, while I was in, in that facility, I noticed people standing two feet from one another, right next to each other, groups of people, large groups. Um, and I noticed in line that folks are not separating and maintaining distances of six feet um, as we were earlier in the pandemic. Uh, my concern is that individuals are getting uh, too comfortable with uh, the number of decreasing cases, it, it is true that the case numbers are decreasing, 
but um, we have to be diligent in, in continuing to monitor and continuing to follow these practices that will protect all of us. So please make sure to educate those around you, your family members, to continue to protect themselves. Even if they've been vaccinated, uh, we still need to wear a mask, watch our distance, and then wash our hands, as has been stated before. Um, lastly, I just wanted to go ahead, and, and I've, I've commented in the last couple of sessions without going into a whole lot of specific details. It's been mentioned that there are variants of uh, the COVID-19 causing a lot of concern uh, nationally, internationally, globally, uh, and, and it is important. But for now, uh, the main thing to know is that there are scientists and there are uh, doctors who are monitoring these things, and we are working uh, to incorporate our testing to see if any of these variants that uh, seem to be, in some cases, uh, uh, easier to transmit between uh, individuals or easier to spread. And so um, it's we don't know a whole lot about them at this point. They're being studied very quickly and will continue to be studied. And uh, this is something that viruses do. They do mutate and they do change. And um, this, is, this is a local um, uh, thing within nature. So um, there, I just wanted to public to know that there are individuals, we get a lot of questions about what are you doing about the variants that we're hearing about. And basically what we do is keep, keep people informed of what we're seeing locally. There are national and international experts that are watching and monitoring, and we will participate in, and are in some cases participating in uh, making sure uh, our testing includes uh, testing for some of these variants. So just wanted the general public to know that that is happening. Um, I'm going to go ahead and stop there. I do appreciate the time, and um, I just uh, wish everyone well out there, and I want to thank again the Navajo Nation leadership for uh, providing this venue and others to share information with the public. And at this time, uh, I pass the time over to Lee, the Acting Superintendent of Schools with the uh, Navajo Nation Department of Diné Education. I here on the Navajo Nation. So, Ms. Ghani, the floor is yours. Thank you, Captain Johnson. And as I was introduced, I am Pat Ghani, Acting Superintendent for Department of the Net Education in Windorock. Uh, so this morning, I will provide the updates uh, based on uh, the important topic uh, of school reopening. As you may know, uh, as of January 21st, uh, we have our federal administration of Biden-Harris, uh, who issued a, uh, an executive order uh, which directs Department of Education uh, with United States Department of Education uh, and also the Health and Human uh, Services to provide guidance in how to safely reopen schools and what that means for the operation of schools in this time of COVID-19 and other programmatic services such as childcare uh, and institutions of higher learning as well. In addition to that, uh, the executive order called for a uh, data collection 
in terms of studying uh, and looking closely at how school closures have impacted uh, student learning across the board. Uh, as you know, data is key uh, in really coming up with uh, those strategies uh, that are meaningful and addressing the issues. As you may see uh, by these two uh, priorities within this executive order, uh, we are very much uh, developing uh, how we respond as a nation uh, to COVID-19 and school closures, and then also for school reopening as well, uh, as things are developing and changing. Uh, we, uh, in the most recent past, have not uh, had to make such a plan and so in absence of information and data as to how uh, a school closure uh, of this magnitude and extensive time frame uh, impacts student learning, loss of learning, uh, ability to recoup uh, what has been lost, and for a safe return to a school setting, uh, we're developing those information uh, as things happen. And so with this executive order, uh, Mr. Uh, President uh, Biden uh, vowed to reopen schools within the first 100 days of his administration. I want uh, folks to note uh, that that 100 days of his new administration runs well into late April uh, 2021. Uh, so I just wanted to paint that uh, timeline. So as here on the Navajo Nation, as we prepare uh, for school reopening, uh, I want to assure our constituents that we are looking to uh, the, the guidance from science and our local data. In addition to that, uh, looking at information uh, from uh, Center for Disease Control, CDC. You've been listening to the Navajo Health Command Operations Center COVID-19 Prevention and Awareness Radio Show. For more information, call 928-871-7014. Prevent COVID-19. 